the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. Every time God has His Word preached and or taught to us, He's extended to us the opportunity to receive the results He wants to manifest in our lives. Through His Word, God extends to us the opportunity to have what the Word of God says we can have. It extends the opportunity to eliminate all the things that shouldn't be operating in our lives. And it extends the opportunity to experience the kind of life that can only be entered and enjoyed by accepting and using properly the word God shares with us. All these godly results happen in our lives when we respond properly to the word God provides. Otherwise, God's word will never do for us what it could have done for us. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to God's word when he extends it to us. So that God can do in our lives everything his word shows us that God can do for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn over to Joshua chapter 1. We've been studying about what kind of mindset to have as you move forward into this. Joshua chapter 1. Here's the mindset that we need to have as we move forward into this thing that God has in store for us. Joshua chapter 1, we'll start reading in verse 2. This is the Lord speaking unto Joshua. If you had a, a Bible where the Old Testament also had letters in red, letters would be red in a mug right now. Said in verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Stop for a second. This is God speaking unto Joshua, the new leader of the Israelites. Moses was the old leader of the Israelite. He was the head of the Israelite. And in the midst of the head are the thoughts and decision-making processes that determine whether or not you're going to make it to what God has in store for you or not. But now this head is dead. Moses was the first dead head. Praise God. This head is dead. And see, this is good news right here. I know everybody else wants to be mourning. That's what they were doing before. But God, but God told them, no, get your tail up. Put some Vaseline on your face and get up and understand that you in good shape. Why? Because I just changed your head. Your head ain't Moses no more. Moses was not able to get them into the promised land. Are you listening to me? But he said, I gave you a new head. This is Joshua. The word Joshua means Jehovah is salvation. God is salvation. 
God saves. Jehovah Yahweh saves. Are you listening to me? And it's important for that to be in your, in the midst of your head is that God is salvation, that God is salvation. See, that's good. So that no matter what circumstance you run into, you still got a head that thinks God is salvation. And the Bible says, as a man think of, so is he, which means that as you think God is salvation, God can save you. If you believe that God can do it, God can do it. If you believe God can handle it, God will handle it for you. That's why your head has to be the right. That's why it's all important to understand who is your head. Do never submit yourself under a fool. Are you listening to me? How do you know the way are they a fool? Did God say something can happen that they say can't happen? Are they saying that miracles are gone? Are they saying that they came to an end with the last apostle? Only problem is they ain't been a last apostle. Apostles are still being risen up. Most of the ones that call themselves apostles ain't though. Praise God. Amen. They got that big old cross with apostle and all that other stuff on. They ain't they pre pre what is that? Pre what? Pre lead. Yeah, pre pre praline and all this kind of stuff. If they, they most ones call themselves but ain't really apostles anyway. Praise God. Amen. You'll know they are by the fruit today. They, they bear. Amen. You ever notice God didn't put a sign on a tree? Anybody ever notice that? Praise God. You don't go walk past no tree, then there's a sign on it written by God say tree. You know, I, you, you judge the tree by the fruit it bears. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So all these titles and all this other stuff ain't really necessary. Just stick around and watch the fruit and you'll be able to know whether they are. The word minister means one who serves. If they ain't around to serve, then they know they're lying. It's real simple. Blessed be the name. Ain't nothing deep about it. Amen. Jesus said, I came to serve, not to be served. So if they sitting around waiting on somebody to pick up their Bible and stuff like that, then you know we got us a problem here. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They sitting around waiting on pastor's appreciation day, waiting on anniversary day, waiting on first day I ever got somebody saved day, man, waiting on all these other days lined up and stuff. Now it's time to get up out from under that foolishness. I'm teaching real good right now. God put the, apostles, put the pastors in there not to collect gifts, but, uh, but to be a gift. Are you listening to me? Blessed be his name. So if you got the wrong head, God's trying to talk to you. Moses, that fool dead. Now get thee up and get over to the place I got for you. Because a dead head is getting away. You getting, full, getting what God has in store for you. He told him in verse three, an awesome statement. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, I told Moses, but, but, but he got in the way. Now I'm telling you. He said, verse four, it tells you the par- parameters of this place that he gave him. Verse five, he makes an awesome statement. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. That's our code right there. Not any man's going to be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Then he goes into verse six, be strong and of a good courage. I like that because anytime God tells you to be something, it's because you can be something. Anytime God says it, it's because you can do it now. When he says be, that's because you can do it now. So when he says be holy, this ain't no process. When he says shall be, that's a process. Shall be in scripture is a process. Be means you can do it right now, right now, which means you can get at it right now. So if God said be quiet, then you can be quiet now. God said, hey amen, I'm teaching real good right now. If God said be holy, you can be holy right now. Get your hand out them pants, praise God, and move on. Are you, are you listening to me? Y'all them folk bed and move on. You can be holy. Amen. But I love them. No, you lust them. Be holy. We move on. He said, be strong and of a good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance of land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. 
only be thou strong. My God, we learned last week that that only comes, but you know, it's spread out a little bit. First be strong is when he first says it. One, the only be strong is after a good punch kicks in because Satan comes in and hits below the belt right after you decide that you're going to be strong and hits you in such a way where it's a low blow, that which, that, that, that which isn't even fair. He's going to hit you someplace where it's not even fair, where it just ain't even right. Where you just sit there and just look at him and think like, that wasn't even right. Like when he attacked that uh, daughter. That ain't even right. Oh, that's a daughter. That's a little girl. Are you punk? I don't even like the devil. We move on. I'm already messing with some people. Only be thou strong, which means that after he tell you to be strong, after you take the punch, now you have to remember, I, my only option is to be strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from him from the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Then he begins to start talking to him about meditating the word of God, begin to mutter it, say it over and over and over and over again. But see, that muttering, that meditation technically is not there. Let me do it this way. He talked about meditation later. Initially, in verse 6, he said, be strong. Now, that's before he talked about meditation. He said, be strong. Remember I said he said, be because you can be? which means that everything necessary to be strong is already there even before he starts talking about the meditation. Your meditation of the word of God, saying it over and over again, your confessions, speaking to yourself about what God has to say, is there to keep you strong. It's there to be able to keep the strength there that you've already attained. Then where does the be strong come in? What, what happens in order for me to be strong? You said, Pastor, that everything necessary for you to be strong is there. Then what's there for me to be strong? It's in the verse before it which says that I, I will be with thee wherever thou goest. I will not fail thee and I will not forsake thee. The thing that's supposed to allow you the ability to be strong is the fact that God's with you. Amen. Just the fact that God is with you is all that it takes to be strong. Just the fact that God is with you is all it takes to be strong. You don't need nothing else. God's with you. God's on your side. And he said, just like I was with Moses, I'm with you. I will not fail thee, nor will I forsake thee. I mean, it's one thing to say that I'm I'm with you, but then to come back later and say, I ain't going to fail you, and I ain't going to forsake you. I'm not going to fail you. I'm not going to loosen. That word fail means to loosen, like to let let go, like, like you lose strength. And you begin to let it go, whereas you had it at first, but then as somebody keeps pulling it and pulling it and pulling it, I had it at first, but then and they keep pulling it. I had it at first, but but then my look, let me see my see it sliding. It's loose. That's the loosen it's talking about. To, uh, and then I ain't got it no more. Are you listening to me? And see, Satan's gonna get to jugging at you, pulling at you, hitting at you, doing everything else, so you can let go of what it is that God has said. But you but God said, I will not loosen my grip on you. That when I'm there with you, I'm not nothing pulling me away. Nothing is pulling me away from you. Nothing is snatching me up off of you. I'm in your life and I'm going to be there. I will not fail thee, nor will I forsake you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you. Come on now, maybe y'all don't know nothing about that, being abandoned and stuff like that. Praise God. I've been abandoned. Not as a child, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, but hey, as a teenager, not by my parents, by friends that left me in places I wasn't supposed to be left. Praise God. Amen. We ain't going to go into too much detail. Hey, man, but there was times where I thought I had a crew running with me, sitting there fat mouthing and saying what it is I'm going to say, 
turn around, knowing my boys is there. My boys ain't even there. They ain't had a good decency to tell a brother they was going to run. Are you listening to me? Because the day of the rain, I might have ran with them and stuff like that. <laughs> Lee, out there all by yourself. Dang. That's jacked up. But he said, I'll never leave thee. i never fail thee. I won't forsake you. I got your back. I'm in front of you. I got your side. I'm on your left side, your right side. I'll hold you up under. If you begin to start sinking, I'll cover you from the top. If anything, try to come down on you. I got you covered. Come on up in here. I got you covered. See, it's good to me. This is good to me. Might not be good to y'all. This is good to me. That thuggish background comes in handy from time to time. Because it gives you a chance to understand the scripture a little bit. Are you listening to me? He said, I ain't backing up off of you. I got your back forever. And God said he got your back forever. If that, if that ain't reason enough to be strong, what the heck is? Imagine with me, please, stand up. Let's say my brother was here enjoying life. Look like you're enjoying life to the people. Yeah, he enjoying life. But then let's say Big Rob found out that, that there were some guys coming in here who'd been looking for, him, looking for my brother here for years. And they found out he'd go to this church called Word of Faith. And they coming through the door in the next minute or two. They parking right now, coming through the door. He saw them with switchblades and razor blades and said they coming for him. So I need you to yell out that they coming for Brother Daniel and stuff. And they coming with switchblades and, 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 and razor blades. And you better get out. Tell him. You better get out, Daniel. They're coming for you with switchblades and razor blades. Say they coming now. Now, listen, see, he done changed. Whole, his whole face done changed. It was changed. There you go. There you go. Nice. Now, he hit. Y'all got to understand. And let's say he go for his stuff, and he ain't got it. And he ain't got nothing. And the door over there is bolted shut. That one bolted shut. He can't get out. He in a predicament. Because folk coming in here to, 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 to uh, change his appearance. Oh, yeah, listen, an extreme makeover, she said. An extreme makeover on the brother. But let's say he all worried, and I'm standing here, and, then he, and I say, what's wrong, bro? What's wrong? Tell him what's wrong. What's wrong, man? They're coming to cut me up, man. They're going to tear me up. Who coming to cut you up? Some dudes are coming out the door right now. You got your stuff? I ain't got nothing. Don't worry. Pop. And then I, and I pull out two nickel plates. Pearl handle. Not two nickel plated nines, 16 bullets in each one. And on each bullet is written on there, you should not have stepped up in here. And then you look on this barrel and it's got mercy. You look on the barrel of the other one, it's got goodness. Because goodness and mercy following me all the days of my life. And then he told me that he had that problem that they about to cut him up. And I tell him, don't you worry about that, bro. I'm with you. I got your back. Don't worry about nothing. Where they at? Y'all, y'all ain't with me. Look at this smile. Look at it. He didn't change. This ain't nothing but an example. He grinning. He like, that's what I'm talking about. Amen. And if I tell him, don't you worry about nothing. I don't care what happened. I ain't leaving you. I ain't forsaking you. I got your back. You just stay with me. I got you covered. Because I'm with you. See, this is the kind of witch you God's talking about. Thank you, my brother. Give him a hand as he sit down. It's kind of with you. He's talking about Martha. I got your back. I got all my stuff that whatever you need, I got that you ain't by yourself. 
I know you think you ain't got enough money. God said, I got you. I got my riches and glory. I know you think that your, your body is weakening. I got you. I got stripes saying that you're healed. Come on up in here. I got your joy. I got your peace. I got everything that you need. I hold the hearts of all the kings in my hand. Just like the rivers of water, I'll turn them any which way you want. I got you. You ain't got to worry about nothing. I said nothing. Nothing is anointed. Nothing. That's less than nothing. You ain't got nothing to worry about. God said, I got you. You with me. Man, tell me you can't walk with somebody like that. Jesus, take off walking. You walking with him. Are you listening to me? He said, I'm with you. And I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. I got you covered. Now, that's good news. Now, somebody might ask, well, well, yeah, he said that. But what if they came around the corner and they had nines? But instead of automatic pistols, they got rifles, assault weapons. What if they got assault weapons? Would you you stay with them then? Turn over to Hebrews chapter 13. To what extent is he willing to go? Well, let's look. Hebrews chapter 13, because you need to understand the extent that God will go. Hebrews chapter 13. Because see, some folks will stay with you up to a point, and then they're like, <laughs> you're on your own, sweet. You know, you know, self-preservation. He who runs away, come back to fight another day. <laughs> Hebrews 13, 5. Hebrews 13, 5. Now, we did it in the old, now let's do it in the new. Old is a type and shadow of the new that is to come. Here's the new telling you what the real deal is. Verse 15, verse 5, excuse me, says, let your, cover, let your conversation be without covetousness and, the con- and be content with such things as you have. For he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. <laughs> he said, so that we may boldly say, Kind that you look folk in their eye and say, what? Doctor look you in their eye and say, excuse me, you've only got so much to leave. You're like, ha, for real? Please. They looking at you like, you crazy. Thinking like, look, I done seen the mass on on the screen right there. I done seen your car ride down the street on the hook. I already know you in foreclosure because I'm getting in line to buy your car, buy your house. We can boldly say that the Lord, he's my helper. How can we make that bold statement? Because we know that he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now, when you read that in the English, it don't have the impact that it has when you read it out of the Greek. When you read it out of the Greek, you got to understand that this thing is written in a double negative. It's not in a negative. It's in a double negative. Meaning that he's saying, well, let me do it this way. It strengthens the statement, adds oomph to the statement. It like, it's like it's, 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 it's stronger. He's saying, I will never, ever leave you. God's not saying, I'll never leave you. He's saying, I'll never, ever leave you. And I will never, ever forsake you. Now, see, come on now. Y'all remember when you was growing up and your mama was talking to you? Daddy was talking to you? And they tell you to stop? 
You didn't stop. And they told you something about, you know, never do this. Baby, never do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Just don't do that. And you was hard-headed and you kept on going. And all of a sudden you watched their whole face change. And they looked at you and said, don't you ever do that. Come on now, when they stretch that ever out, you knew all playtime is over. They ain't playing. This is a double. Don't you ever, ever think you're going to get on. Y'all not flowing with me on this. God saying, I will never, ever leave you. Now, never long enough. Never long enough. He threw an ever on top of never. I never, ever leave you. I'll never, ever forsake you. At that point, you can boldly say, the Lord, my helper. Why? Because I don't care what I run into. He told me I'll never, ever leave you. And if he'll never, ever leave you, glory to God. Single ladies in the house say, hey, don't you even think about hooking up with somebody unless they're in that position. That if they ain't in a position to be able to say from day one, I will never, ever leave you. Divorce ain't an option. I don't care what we run into. I'm going to be looking you in your eye and you're going to be looking me in mine. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't messing with nobody. I ain't going to be with nobody else. I ain't heard a male amen yet. My man wasn't saying, he was busy. amen. I ain't heard, hey. If homie can't say that, holla. Go jack somebody else up with your vacillating butt. I'm teaching real good right now. Never, ever leave you. That's why that line used to be in the marriage, till death do you part. Nowadays, that might mean somebody gets you in something, praise God. But back then, it was a, it was a decision. <laughs> Woo, let's move on. Please, ah, never, ever. You got to hear the Lord say, never, ever. Now, previously, he said, fail or forsake. This time, he said, leave or forsake. Meaning, I ain't going no place. I'm going to be right there for the rest of the days of your life. I'm going to be right there with you. You ain't have to call on me. Come by here, Lord. Come by here. Oh, great is God up in heaven. If you might see fit to come by here, mm, just stop on by for a minute, please. Mm, don't have to stay long. Mm, just come by here, Lord. Yeah, come by here. Well, you know how we do. You know how we do. That sounds like some of them churches y'all left, right? Mm, well, don't get me to preaching. Don't worry, you ain't. You already, we already know you ain't. You already fluffing. Praise God. Let me finish. Not only does it say I'll never, ever leave you, all of this is the connotation. I'll never, ever leave you. Not at all. Not anymore. Not by any means. Nor in any case. Not ever. All this is in that one phrase. Not at all, not anymore, not by any means, nor in any case, 
Not ever, which means I don't care how you slice it, dice it, how you flip it or strip it. It ain't changing. God ain't going nowhere. God said, I'm going to be right there with you. And not only is he going to be right there with you, but he's going to be there to handle business. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. God tells us in his word, which is absolutely true, all the wonderful things that he wants to do for me and you. God's word also shows us that we have to respond properly to his word for those things that happen for me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and respond properly to the word that he shares with me and you so that God can do in our lives everything he promised in his word that he'll do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you, ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just the thing for all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that'll help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.